0: I am very, very, very pleased to be interviewing our next guests because they're going to make me rich, rich, rich beyond my wildest dream, dream, dreams. I'd like to introduce uh, uh, Tom Pauly and Penelope Pauly. How are you two today?
1: Oh, I'm we are great. Just doing famously. Thank you so mm-hmm. very much.
0: Brad. Very, very good. And you've written the book, I'm Rich Beyond My Wildest Dreams. I am, I am, I am. And I've read uh, a good portion of the book, although, and I was telling Penelope, I, I peaked a little bit when I wasn't supposed to, but, <laughs> but, but, but we won't go quite into that part, but... Rich Beyond My Wildest Dreams. Let's talk about your story. Where did the book come from, and how did you happen to decide to write it?
1: Well, uh, that's actually two different questions. But the, the first, you know, it, it, it started on a beach here in Southern California. Um, I was um, recovering from my second personal bankruptcy, which I dragged my family through. And they, they were fortunately 10 years apart, so I got to endure this pain for a long time. And I was coming out of it, and I had a small business, an advertising agency business, which I'd put together. I say that, but I really only had one client. And he was a good client, you know, but I didn't, you know, it was a start. And we were we were kind of struggling along. I just opened an office so I could do this work and signed the lease. It seemed like an enormous amount. It was nothing, you know, really. And my daughter, my youngest daughter, not Penelope, but her sister, Heather, uh, put together a deal, and we all went to the beach with her new best friend and father, her best friend's father, and best friend's new stepmom. Well, long story short, we're at the beach, and the new stepmom and I are getting to know each other. And, um, She's she kind of one up. of
2: those, those she, she new up. age yeah. types. One you of those know. new
1: agers. You those know. Letters, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't that. I was more of a you know I've been burned twice i'm going to be real conservative
2: at that at that point he wasn't but keep in oh. mind kevin i'm i'm his oldest daughter so we did grow up with you know affirmations at the dinner table like i like myself before we could eat Things like Nothing that. Nothing
1: helps a so. teenager more <laughs> than to say they like themselves. That's what I... <laughs> so
2: he says he's conservative now. That was after the second bankruptcy. <laughs> well, anyway, Lisa looks up and sees this
1: hawk, and I see the hawk, and it's flying up. they beautiful. The red-tailed hawks have it. They call them red tail but the tails are kind of a golden color. A 14-carat gold looks like. Gorgeous. And she said, uh, you know, the natives in this area, the Native Americans, used to believe that, that the... Um, a uh, hawk was uh, a messenger of God because it, it could fly so high. It would go to God and get a message and come back to Earth. And uh, you know, I, I, I yeah, yeah, okay, 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 sure. That sounds great. Then I was about to go off on you know some trivia that I knew, but the <laughs> hawk did a remarkable thing, Kevin. He um, he flew from the sky and landed within five feet of me. I, mean, I grew up on a farm and, and hawks don't land near people. It was
0: no, real. they they don't.
1: And she said, yes, I was. Well, she'd already said, you know, if, if, you know, they, they, the Indians believe that if the hawk would land near someone, it meant that God had a message for them. And the hawk then did just that. Well, um, it was unsettling. We waited a few minutes, and finally the hawk flew away, and nobody really knew what to say. Lisa said, uh, you yeah, know, it looks like the hawk has a message for you, Tom. Well, I wasn't about to, you know, I was going to start off on some other tangent, because that was just too metaphysical for me, right? Yep. And um, then she said, it's a good thing he didn't bring his mate. And I said, why is that? She said, well, if they bring the mate, that means it's a very important message, and you you had better listen. And I said, okay, and I was about to say something, and the hawk returned, this time with his mate. And it was so <laughs> strange. I mean, to this day, it was just strange. You know, we've had a lot of hawk experiences since, but that was just amazing. So, you know, I... I, I kind of was wary, but it was kind of a notice. And from that day forward, we started meeting people and going places and, and learning new things. And our lives changed tremendously. Uh, in fact, we met one woman who's mentioned in the book, Marilyn, who's a terrific friend of ours, wonderful lady. And she taught us the, the beginning of this system that we teach in the book. And by by doing that system, I, I, of course, I didn't go to her right away. I met her that day. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it took me five more months of, of building courage to actually go talk to her. You know, Sometimes we're afraid to let our good come to us.
0: Well, and you you, you uh, hadn't been hit over the head with a four, with a two-by-four often enough yet.
1: That's true. That's true. It was only two bankruptcies. So I probably, <laughs> I think I was well on my way to the third, actually. <laughs> uh, I was getting a good start. Anyway, uh, so I went to see Marilyn, and, and she showed me the, the system, the beginning of the system, and uh, The things I asked for were a uh, a new Mercedes Benz, a new house, five bedrooms, three baths. You guys said I could have anything I wanted. a Swimming pool and a hot tub. We were living in really
2: a very difficult house at the time. It was. Well, what would you you call that house, Ben? That house was a horror. (laughs) (laughs) Now, apart from the ants that like to treat the house as though it was a graveyard. They would, like, bring in the dead carcasses onto the bathroom floor every morning. (laughs) Oh, lovely. You had to sweep before you could take a shower. (laughs) Uh, The refrigerator that we had was so old. Okay, everyone classifies an old refrigerator as when the bulb burns out. You know, that's basically an old refrigerator. This refrigerator was so old, there was no more. You couldn't put magnets on the front. The rust was so bad. (laughs) And the couches that we had at the time. The Salvation Army refused to take them.
0: <laughs> hey, I've been there.
2: Okay, so it really, I don't really know how it could get m- much worse than that for where we were at that time, you know, for what we were dealing with. I also asked for a new refrigerator and the, this house and someone to move us. And, you
1: know, and I, I quickly put it out of my mind, Kevin, and felt like, well, this, you know, that's just nice, but, you
2: know. What it's a nice is, idea, but that's never going to
1: Five work. weeks to the day later, on the same day, we picked up our brand new, Green, I'd ask for green. A Volkswagen Jetta, not a Mercedes, but it was brand new. And to me, at the time, any car was Mercedes. I'll tell you. <laughs> and and then um, brand new Volkswagen. We we, we we moved into a five bedroom, three bath house with a swimming pool, a hot tub, and my daughter's school district. Sears delivered a paid for side by side refrigerator, and we had a movers. I you know a big old truck pulls up and brings it all in. I mean. It, we got everything on the list. That's when I started to pay attention. As I was, but I didn't realize it that day. I realized it like three days later when I was unpacking and found the notebook I'd written in. I said, Diane, this is kind of strange. That's my mom, Diane. Everything is in here. So, from that point forward then we started uh, learning more and, and doing more and, and developing the system down and I'm telling you, it's just, uh, it's amazing what you can get if you just simply ask for it. If you ask properly and you be willing
0: to receive. When we come back, we're going to talk about that because there are people in the audience that are saying, I try, I really, (laughs) really try. And I manifest my rear end off and nothing ever works for me. We'll be right back. And we're going to tell you how to do it. Welcome back to positive talk radio. My name is Kevin McDonald and you're listening to KKNW 1150 AM. We're talking with Thomas L. Pauly, and Penelope J. Pauly. They are the authors of I'm Rich Beyond My Wildest Dreams. I am, I am, I am. I just love the title of the book. And it is about how to get everything you want and and to make your life work better for you and to understand how it all works rather than how we think it works. And one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, because there are, there are people in the audience that are, you know, when we talk about manifesting and and that sort of thing we um we talk about you know putting it out there that this is what we want and and so forth and we've said on the show a bunch of times that if you put out there that you want something that's exactly what you get the want of something absolutely rather, rather than what it is but but in the in the uh, um
1: like if you if you if, you're, if you i will have it you're going to get it tomorrow tomorrow never comes <laughs>
0: Exactly, and rather than today. But but we were talk, I was talking with Penelope before, and you don't use the M word.
2: We absolutely do not. First no. of all, when, when you manifest something, that means you're doing the work. This system is not about ask and achieve. This system is not about ask for what I want and then bust my rump to get it done. That's not what it's about. It's about using the universal laws to your benefit, allowing the universe to to give you what you want. It's ask and receive. So you don't do any of the manifesting. That's the universe's job. Your job is to show up every day, to know what you want, which is one of the biggest things people have to get over, the hurdle of knowing what you want, asking for what you want in a very specific way that makes it work, and being open to receiving it. That's what it's about. It's not about manifestation because... You know, I can't make something appear. The universe does that, not me.
0: So yeah. what? What you're saying is, it's not about the degree of faith that you believe in something. It's a matter of knowing that it's it's so.
1: You just use two more words. Two more words. words we don't use. You don't use much.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
2: <laughs> and, and, and if, and if I, you
1: so, say believe in this country, you know, it, I, when I hear the word somebody who's talking about spirituality and uses the word believe. I see a hustler on the front stage saying, believe, and you will be saved. Bring me your money. It's
2: not about belief. Now, th- now there's, there's a couple things working here. Because belief is, you know, there, that is a very, very a wide word. And people get very wrapped up in, this is what I believe in, and this is my belief. So we don't deal with that. This is a practical system. And if it doesn't you,
1: matter what religion you are. Or, or what you, you
2: believe. Nothing. It doesn't believe. matter. No, if not. you do the work, it works.
1: It doesn't matter if you believe in universal laws. It doesn't matter if you even believe what we're telling you.
2: You don't have to believe <laughs> gravity to watch gravity work. Drop a pen on the floor. It, it works. works.
0: Because it, doesn't when we matter,
2: t- it doesn't care if you believe in it or not.
0: Because universal law is universal law.
2: Bi- law is law. Truth is truth. And the law is that you don't do it.
1: The universe does it. The only thing you have to do is ask.
0: Now, does the universe sometimes... I
1: live your life. I mean, you can't, like, hide in a closet.
0: Oh, exactly. Now, sometimes does the universe decide, no, nah, I don't want to give that to you right now.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. We, and we tell people specifically, and, and part of the, the process is to create what we call the disclaimer. That this is, and I'm sure most people ha- have this intention in their mind, generally, um, that only what is for highest good All this by divine right, divine inspiration, divine intervention, and with divine timing, and with good for all concerned. And what that does is it covers your backside. It says, I'm not going to ask for something that's going to hurt somebody else. I'm going to ask for my highest good, but it's also going to be for the good of everyone. Because this is not a system about cutting everybody's throat and trying to get ahead and being in a race. It's not a race. We're all together in this. If, if I get what I want in life, if I get to be who I am in life, because we believe very strongly, ah, oh, the word again, believe.
0: <laughs> and what we
2: talk about is that your desires, the things you want in life, the things you want in life, that gets you in your path to life. That gets you going where you need to go. Those those desires are important. That's why this is such a practical, See, we material you in-this-world type of a system.
1: See, I asked for uh, a Mercedes-Benz, and I didn't get a Mercedes-Benz. I got a Volkswagen. And, you know, about a month later, I took it to my friend Wolfgang, who kept my cars on on the road for years, and and Wolfgang looked at it. The first words out of his mouth were, Ah, you got the little Mercedes! (laughs) And I went, Sure, Wolf, you know? And we had a great time to talk, but I didn't get the Mercedes because I wasn't ready for the Mercedes. I wasn't the man who could handle that that position to drive that car. I got it a year later, and and it just it just fell in my lap.
2: It Tell becomes, us that story. This is a, this is a, about a process. You know, I think people forget when people get into desperation or they feel like they're manifesting manifesting their buns off. They're in fear. They think they have to make something happen right away. And the truth of the matter is, we are in a in a process of learning and growing all the time. And as you consciously ask for things and and you start to create what you want in your life, you start going down your path. Well, There's not an end to that. There's not a finish line. Mm -hmm. You never get to the end and are the winner.
1: What's the whole point of being here? The whole point of being here on this life and on this planet is not to have a Mercedes. Because sooner or later, the Mercedes is a hunk of junk rusting away somewhere. Yep. Or or recycled into a, a pan for the kitchen, right? Yep. So... That's pointless. That's not the point of life. point of life is to learn and grow personally so that you mature and you gain a higher level of enlightenment. That is the only reason for us to be in this life and on this planet and have these tests and difficulties that we go through. So that's why you asked for the Mercedes. I, you know, you had to learn. you got you got to be the person who holds had,
2: it before you get I mean, you think about this. This is somebody that, I mean, when I described the house, the cars we had didn't barely get to the post office i mean it's not like this jetta was oh no big deal it's a brand new jetta i don't remember the last time my parents got had gotten a new car and i was in college at the time wow so the fact that, that they drove home a brand new car was huge for our family Oh, and it did home. feel like we, we you know this is so different than our life was a month ago You know, and so you you have to realize that you're taking steps towards that, that you're going to ask for what you want, but the bottom line is you're going to get exactly what you're supposed to have at that time. And sometimes we ask for what we want when we don't really want that. Mm -hmm. We think we do. Sometimes we ask for what other people want for us. (laughs) And sometimes you ask...
1: Sometimes we get what we
2: ask for. You get and, exactly what you ask for. it doesn't turn out to be what you thought it was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. In the book, you talk about asking for money. Talk about that.
2: Oh. Never,
1: never, never ask for money. Never. It's the, money is a means. Money is not uh, the source. It's not what you're going for. Your source of good is God or the universe, not money. You, and you, since you, you don't get control over the means, With which you get what you ask for, you ask and it comes to you by means over which you have no control. So it's not if you had the money you'd have control. You don't get the money. You get the money uh, if you need the money. You get the money because we all have to live and
2: eat, and so we have to have income. Well, well, that's that's the means of exchange exchange. that we live in. I mean, if we lived in a barter society, people would write down, you know, I have an extra cow to barter. I mean. It's just a means. There's nothing to it.
1: And, Kevin, when you ask for what you really want, that means you have to actually know what you really want. (laughs) You know? Yes. We teach this class quantum marketing, unleashing a higher power. And it it just warms my heart every time we deal with these people. We take folks who have read the book, who have listened to the tapes, and, and they come to us and they say, okay, I'm going to take your class. And then they send us homework in from all these classes we send them and we grade it and talk to them and they're all the same. They're all like, I'm going to do this. And I'm in control of this. And, and I'm no, going to save the world. And... Y- you're not in control. Okay? You can't do it. The universe doesn't. That's the whole point of using this system is that you already know that you can't do it. So you, you don't you have to let go. And
2: the it. thing is, if you really want to do it, the universe will let you do Absolutely. that. But how many of us have been slamming our head against the wall for 10 years because we can't make we can't make an end road in our life. Our life is going nowhere because we think it's all on us. Mm-hmm. Once you give that up, once you surrender that need to be in control, things can happen for you. You know, we talk about that it, it's all about ask, asking. Asking and re- being open to receiving. Well, most people think the tough part is knowing how to ask. It's this very specific way we tell you how to ask. Well, most people think that's the tough part—is knowing how to ask. It isn't. It's knowing how to receive. Most people fight on who, re- who gets to pay the bill because they don't want to be the receiver. How many people have you given a gift to that say, "Oh, no, no, no"? By the bill, she means like lunch. Or lunch. Yeah. You go to you go to lunch and everybody fights over paying the bill. Yeah. Growing up, I was like my parents back
1: in Nebraska. Oh, let's take a moment of breath. Think about Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you. I called my brother, I love my brother dearly, a uh, long ago and I said I said, Bob, how you doing? And he'd had surgery. Uh, he had uh, diabetes and had his right leg removed from the knee down, you know. Mm. And I said, How's, how's it going? How things going for you, Bob? And he's a real up guy all the time and he says, Well, just marking time till I die Oh, no. oh grand. Oh no. <laughs> That's an <in> order.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're talking with Thomas Pauly and Penelope Pauly. They are the authors of I'm rich beyond my wildest dreams. I am, I am, I am. And uh, we're going to talk more with them. Don't you dare go away. We're going to be right back after the top of the hour commercials. So stay with us, and we'll be right back with I'm rich beyond my wildest dreams. I get a paper and a pencil. I think this is going to work for you. We'll be right back. Thomas Polly, and Penelope Pauly, because they've written the book, I'm rich beyond my wildest dreams. I am, I am, I am. And this is a great way. And I just love the message of the book that talks about the universe and the way that it really works and how you can really achieve happiness. And isn't that, um, um, Thomas and and Penelope, isn't that really what we're talking about rather than necessarily dollars and cents? We're talking about leading a wealthy, rich life.
2: Yes, we we always talk about a rich and happy life. Uh, And we say in the first few pages that the true meaning of rich is, is not about having more money because certainly Shaquille O'Neal has more money than we do and you know maybe the lawyer down the street has more money than we do it's not about money it's about getting the things you want in life it's about being happy in your life and not and i'm not talking about what well, a lot of us have heard all of our life that if you can just adjust your you know your your gauge of what makes you happy and just be satisfied just, with just what you turn have. Turn down a notch yeah, or two. Just turn down what you want no, a no, notch or two no, and be no. happy with that. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a very specific system that shows you how to get the things that you want in your life. And it, one of the keys is knowing what you want in your life, what you really, really want, which is why we tell you to stay away from money, because money's easy. Money's, money's not the hard part. Everybody knows what money looks like, what it feels like. Hey, let me just add something, Kevin. Uh, Money is a pain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. You think?
1: Oh, no, I think because we have to manage. You know, we have a business online, uh, www.richdreams.com. We sell uh, CDs and, and seminars. A lot of free things there. You get a free tape of us talking. And
0: What's the website again?
2: It's www.richdreams.com.
0: Richdreams.com. Okay.
2: Right,
1: and, and so And the newsletter is great because people just
0: tell us, "Oh, I wait every week for your newsletter."
1: Because We send out real people. Send us questions, and we answer those questions, and send them back. And it's a, there's a lot, a lot there. But the, the thing is that uh, okay, what was I talking about? I've lost it completely. <laughs> <laughs> I got all caught up. We're in talking the about that. I'm doing the website, and I've got the, so I'm like thinking about the new website versus <laughs> the we're, old website.
0: We're talking about managing talking money. Up. That it's a pain okay. in the rump.
1: Well it is, because we have to manage all the money that comes in for this. We don't get to keep it all, for Pete's sakes. It goes to everybody else in the world.
2: (laughs) But, you know, I mean, managing it is a real job. (laughs) Well, and I think that some people, and and we were there, and that's the key. And that's what we talk about in the system. Is this, This book is not about, oh, we have three PhDs and we know how it works and use this system and it works. No, we said we were down in the dumps and lived like paupers and now we have a rich and happy, fulfilling life. And this is how we did it. And what we want to really let people know about is there's a lot of people that when they have money problems because they don't have enough money, they think that money will solve those problems. Yes. And when you focus on money, that we were talking earlier about never, never, never ask for money. One of the reasons is when you ask for money, that's what you get tested in, my friend. It doesn't matter if you have- don't have any money or if you have a lot of money. There's always a way that you are going to have issues and problems and have to deal with money, because if you have tons of money, you're spending your whole time protecting it.
1: We have a friend who's been doing this kind of work her whole life, and brilliant woman. She's in Mensis and just uh, uh, my friend, 30 years, my friend, and my wife's friend, and we just love her. And she, she called up and she said, you know, I, I need a, so much money. I have $1,000 uh, to put her Send daughter, my son to, to the, camp. Send her son it wasn't camp. It was a hospital thing for her daughter, wasn't it? What is it? She wanted it for some reason. No, yeah. It was, it she, was send her son to camp. Yeah, it wasn't 1000 It was a couple hundred or something. But she wanted to send her son to camp. She said, I need to, I So I'm, I've got a manifest that $200. And she went, oh, no. I said, I said no, no. no. Write down manifest?
2: about the camp. Well,
1: I've done it. Thank you so much. Goodbye.
2: I've focused on the money. I've done my manifesting I've done work. It. I've done
1: my manifesting work. Okay. So she calls back a week later, and I said, well, did he get to camp all right? No. Why? What happened? Well... I got the money but then my daughter had to go to the hospital. That's what it was. And my daughter had to go to the hospital so I used all that money to go to the hospital. I said, Oh should have written down I
2: My son is at camp. My
1: son goes to camp. I've
2: i you know, is easily paid is for. Easily paid
1: for. It's know, like when
2: you focus on the money. See that money and can and be spent
1: anywhere. She did that. And she got more money that next week for that purpose. And he actually he got a scholarship. They said, you know, he's, been, he, he's like a little camp leader for everybody else. We want him to go. And so they paid for him. It should cost her a penny for him to go to camp. That happens all the time. We had a lady in our quantum marketing class, 78 years old. All she wanted was a roof on her house. It had a, it'd been leaking for about 12 years, she said. The roof in back was so bad. The house, she had the back of the house shut off. Her husband had died. back of the house shut off because not only were the shingles leaking, but the roof itself had kind of collapsed. Oh, dear. So we showed her how to write everything down. We worked with her on this. And about three weeks later, she went outside and talked. She you've got to live your life. you got to take action. You she still went, have
2: to live your life.
1: She went outside and she talked to the, the contractor who was putting a roof on her neighbor's house and said, how much do you think it will cost to get my roof fixed? And the neighbor looked at the contractor said, well, I can probably get that for free. And she said, no, 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 please tell me. Don't don't make fun of me. <laughs> and he says he says no. There was a bad storm came through here last week. We're putting roofs on the whole neighborhood. I'll just tell them it was a storm. It's fine. They're putting the roofs on. And she says, well, I won't lie. He says, no, there was a storm, and came back. He came back. And she says, but he can't do the back because the insurance company never insured the back of the house. Well, he came back uh, a week after that, and he had a contract from the insurance company to put on a new roof rebuild the roof in the back, and paint the whole house. $33,000, free and clear.
0: Wow. Now, there are some people that are in, in the audience that are going, yeah, well, yeah, right. They're authors, and they're selling this book, and it's, and this is what the, how they, they make their money and stuff, but, but that doesn't really
2: happen in everyday life, does it? Well, that's okay. If you don't want to... You don't have to believe what I say. I don't care.
1: <laughs> it
2: doesn't hurt me a bit. It still works for me. It doesn't
1: make a bit of difference to us. We get, we have wonderful lives. Well, can I tell you an interesting story about how? Um, please do. About how the title to the book came? Yes, please. It was about, uh, gee, what was it? It was, a, well, it was a July fifth, and we'd been doing the
2: system for about six months. And we've been using it in not only in our personal life, but then we started using it in our business. Oh wow!
0: And, and that's when it really took off. It, it? really
2: took off, oh, and man. we started realizing, man, this thing really works.
1: <laughs> Our first year in business, uh, selling advertising
2: for the for a
1: small technical website, which
2: soon became a large
1: technical website, uh, we placed number thirty seventh worldwide for income of websites. Huh? Yeah. That's you know, huge. I, I it was there was there was just Penelope and I selling. That was it. Okay. And all these, you know, like eating that, and all these big dime guys are spending millions, tens of millions of dollars, that didn't get those kind of sales. But the, the point is, I w- it was it was two o'clock in the morning, July fifth, nineteen ninety six, and we'd had a wonderful Fourth of July party. We'd had forty guests over, barbecued for them by the pool, and had swimming and watched fireworks, you know, from our house by the close to the beach and it was just a wonderful wonderful evening and i was really high and i went upstairs and went to sleep about two o'clock i i just was wide awake popped awake just boom like that and i had in my mind i had to write i turned on the light which my wife just loved and (laughs) complained a little bit but (laughs) i grabbed a notebook and started writing down furiously what i came to me and what came to me was the title to the book and an outline for five chapters Wow. Not to be five chapters. I didn't know that that's what that was, but that's what it was.
2: And Originally, lo- he thought it might be a pamphlet, just so that, because we were having success and we wanted to show our friends how to do well, sure. you know, you, you know, you want it. Well, sure. It's like you want to help other people, too.
0: When you get excited about it.
2: Right. Yeah, and I look at that
1: title and I said, I'm rich beyond my wildest dreams I am. I'm, I'm, well, I'll have to change that later. <laughs> and so what I went to write I was working on writing that, about
2: Well, he said, I'll have to change that later because... That's the most arrogant title I've ever seen. How, how dare I say this?
1: I'm from Nebraska. You know,
2: <laughs> I'm rich beyond my wildest dreams. I am, I am, I am. <laughs> Bra- Braggarts in Nebraska
1: excommunicated me may not return to the state. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're sent to Texas.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: But anyway, so uh, I started writing on this thing, and I, I think I tried to change that title at least 30 times and i would I would erase it and start typing something new on the computer, and but that would never go very far and was, before long it was almost like my fingers were doing it themselves. I'd retype the same title, so we said, well, it's a working title
2: <laughs> yeah, we called it a working title and and what we actually we what we say is we had to read the book before we could write the book. Um, we both yes. have dog-eared copies of this book next to our bed because there's no way that this came bo- from two human okay. brains This book
1: is the It was a gift to us. It has changed my life uh, immensely. I I know that sounds strange since I'm one of the authors, but
2: you know, it came to us. It Uh, found us. You you asked earlier, you know, why did you choose to write this book? We didn't really choose to write this book. It wrote itself. It decided it wanted to be written, and it really wouldn't take no for an answer. I've written all my life. I've been a writer. That's when I graduated from college. and I've been in the advertising world, and
1: you know, every time I write something, I would write for a half hour, throw it away, and then start writing. And then even then, go back and re rewrite the first paragraph or two, because that was always bad. You hadn't gotten warmed up yet. Mm-hmm. Not with this book. I sat down, I'd type out a head the a title for the chapter, and just start typing the chapter.
0: Isn't that something? And that is truly uh, uh, divinely inspired.
1: Then, well, i do right. well, not think I go that far. But. <laughs> we're not going to say that, but it felt that way it to us. It felt that way to us. Then we, um, at the end, we 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 we've, we've edited this book thirty-two times. Thirty-two times now, I mean, from beginning to end, gone through. We had to get our egos out of it.
2: Sure, it, it takes a lot. I mean, we retyped the entire book with the intention of love the whole time.
0: Absolutely, because oh, oh, you know Kevin, we.
2: All,
1: Kevin, we when we when we went we published this first ourselves, and then sold it to Penguin Putnam because it'll be out ge- December second with them. Uh, at a reduced rate at your bookstores everywhere.
0: <laughs> Absolutely,
1: <laughs> but the thing is, we, we went out and um,
2: uh, before we, we had it printed. Before we had it printed, we, we had the we had the the master copy that they were going to take. We do, laid our hands on it,
1: all three of us: my wife Penelope and I, and my wife Diane, Penelope and I,
2: and and we said
1: we want this book to take off like the jets at John Wayne Airport, the sales to take off. Well, we printed it. <laughs> and that was another story too but well, we printed it and then of course the cover didn't work the first cover we had and we had to come back and find a different cover and it was great we got a good cover Then, it, but we got the books in January of 2000 and we started um, you know trying to get them into bookstores well we didn't know anything about publishing and it was
2: like, we didn't plan to write a book um, we had no we idea what that. we were doing
1: and we did everything
0: wrong
2: oh everything completely wrong
1: and, and so finally we got back to um, G- June and, and a friend of ours, the man who's actually fulfilling the book, you know, another publisher who sends it out to people, he he was in selling, he doesn't sell our book. He doesn't, you know, promote our book. He doesn't make money on our book. He was in talking to a client and said, you know, there's a book that would be perfect for this promotion you're doing. And he told him about us, and we called him up, and we went over and sold him some books. And that was the first bookstore we were in, and it was the bookstore at John Wayne Airport. <laughs>
2: Because, I don't know, most people aren't going to understand what that means. The airplanes at John Wayne Airport, the the airport is in Newport Beach, which is a very exclusive Home of the (laughs) billionaires. Home of the billionaires. More billionaires live in Newport Beach, I guess, than anywhere else in the U.S. uh,
0: Yeah, it is the funnest place to take off from in that airport.
2: And it's like a roller coaster. They pull the plane back at like a 45-degree angle and basically... No, it's probably more like a 65 degree old It feels like you're going straight up in the air.
0: It's called a noise abatement procedure.
2: Right, exactly. And you... it, literally, it's like a rocket ship. You go, like, straight up. And that's why we use that image, because we thought, well, we want this to really take off fast. And so we use the image of that, where it just goes straight up. And it's amazing, because not only is that bookstore in the John Wayne Airport... It looks out onto the tarmac, so you actually see the planes taking off from the bookstore.
0: I used to walk by that bookstore quite a little bit because I used to sell dead dismembered chicken up and down the coast. Oh. And, and so I was in John Wayne quite a little bit. So oh, great. I understand exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> we're talking with Penelope Polly, and Thomas Pauly, and I'm rich beyond my wildest dreams. I am, I am, I am. And we're going to come right back right after these messages, and I got a special request that we may do right here on the air. So don't you dare go away. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald. I'm your host here on KKNW 1150 AM, and we're talking with Tom Pauly and Penelope Pauly. And we're talking about the book, I'm Rich Beyond My Wildest Dreams, I Am, I Am, I Am. And um, a couple weeks ago, we had an author on who was just ecstatic. She's a nanny. The name of her book is You'll Never Nanny in This Town Again. And she was telling us that self-published books... Ninety-eight percent of them, ninety-eight and a half percent of them, sell fewer than a hundred copies. And that b- books in general that are published sell less than a hundred copies generally. How many? And you were self-published. How many books have you sold?
2: Two and a half years. We've sold fourteen
0: thousand. Fourteen thousand. So that means and that you're had, a one percenter.
2: And we've never we we've never done any real advertising. Well, we haven't done any advertising. We have paid you know, you need for any real. advertising. So see, we, we
1: were we were like a local uh, pop radio show here. We had no budget. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, that's... you know what? That sounds awfully familiar. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I'd like you to
1: don't need it with this system.
0: And, and you know what? What we're going to do now, uh, and at the end of the segment, we are going to give a book away. So don't call yet, guys.
2: Kevin, but, I want to just mention something really quickly. If yes. I what I didn't get to finish. What we didn't get to finish talking about last last break, is we were talking about the title of the book and how we felt it was really arrogant and it took us a long time to be okay with the title. Yes. And what we came to realize is that title is not for us. The title is not about us. The title is for the reader because that title speaks to them and tells them that they are rich.
1: Exactly. So the title
2: is really about everyone.
1: Oh, and Kevin,
2: another thing we
1: did when we put our hands on those printed copies and on the art... Was was we told? Uh, we asked that the book be empowered with love and empowerment for the people. That it be filled and brimming with love and empowerment for anybody that picks it up.
0: I can tell you, when I picked it up and started reading it, I was enthralled and had trouble putting putting it down. I really did. How wonderful! Because it it really speaks to your heart because it really tells you what what is in I think all of our hearts is that that we we're good enough that we it's okay that we can have enough. Absolutely. That, that there is enough for everyone and we don't have to feel badly about wanting to have the best for ourselves our family and what's and and have a rich wonderful life. I I truly believe that the universe wants us to have a rich wonderful life.
2: Absolutely. What we what we also saw when we used to do we did a few signings and we would see actually people p- pick the book up, and this isn't people we knew, and this is just we would watch, and we would see time and time again that the people that bought the book would put the, pick the book up and hold it to their heart and then look at the title. And it, it took a while. We were kind of going, well, that's really weird. Why are those people doing that? And then we realized because we had empowered and imprinted love and empowerment in that book. And mm-hmm. we, that's what we hear from people is they do feel that and you're right there is enough for everybody this is not life is not a competition we are so we are we are ingrained in this country that it's all about competition it's all about beating somebody out it's not it's about cooperation everybody can have everything that they want in life everybody can and everybody when everybody's there because when you have the things you want in life because a big part of that we talked about today is knowing what you want, and knowing what you want is also about knowing who you are and mm-hmm. and enlightening yourself and growing. And figuring out what you want is figuring out who you are really inside. You know, we all think we want the picture on Fortune 500 magazine or Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, but most of us don't really want that. No. That's what we think we're supposed to want. Yeah, we've
1: been sold that. That's a sale. Yes. That's and in so. Our head.
2: You know, find out what you want. You can have it. You so can we, have anything you, you want. When you start writing down things for
1: your business, which is what we talked about earlier, and that is when, like for you, for your radio station, you've got a, a wonderful radio show here, and you're reaching listeners and giving them something that they just simply can't get most places.
0: That's, that's just, very true.
1: That's just true. I mean, you're doing a wonderful job. Thank you. Okay, so you want that to grow, and you want to grow for the right reasons. I mean, first of all, the law of compensation says that you deserve to be paid for your work.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. My sure. wife thanks me for that, too. You're
1: required to be paid for your work, in fact. And it's a law. It's a law. It's absolute. You must be repaid for your work. You can't just give it away. You can't give
2: everything away your whole life. So you,
1: there's a whole things you can write down. First things you have to do is write for yourself. What do you want personally?
2: And the reason you do that is, is we're the most important part of our life. Yes. Who we are is the most important part of our life. And businesses come and go. Relationships come and go. People come and go. The only constant is you. The only thing that's going to be with you forever is you. If you don't know what you want,
1: that's exactly what you'll get.
2: Nothing.
0: So the reason that the show exists... is to help people and to educate people, empower themselves to do things. So rather than say, I want the show to continue forever, what I would say is I want to help people empower themselves.
2: You're going to want it forever? Well, you shouldn't want anything. You're right. And see, that would be what you, you have to think about you. Okay. Now keep this in mind. A lot of us in this this work that are, are doing this kind of work, empowerment and helping others, get wrapped up in thinking that our life is all about everybody else. And it isn't. It's about you still. So you have to know what you want. And I'm talking cars, house, clothes you want to wear, Italian leather shoes you want to wear.
1: Lifestyle you want.
2: Lifestyle you want. Where do you like to go out to eat? Nice places. Where do you want a vacation? Do you want a vacation in the Caribbean? you want to go to Monaco? you want to be jet-setting around Europe? Okay, now wait a minute. Do you want a, a cabin up in the woods? See, things, things, material things. That you really want. I mean, you know, it's also the
1: other extreme is to, you know, I want a mansion on the hill. I want Bill Gates's house. I want a yacht. I want a yacht and a and a Mercedes, uh, the the new one with the May Mayfield, you know, the big six hundred thousand dollar one. You know, well, it, everybody wants all those things, but you don't really want it. You don't own it in your heart. Right. Whatever you write down, own it in your heart, you can ask for a mansion, but you know that you better start learning how to deal with people because you're going to have folks living in it other than you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, gonna, Isn't
2: that
0: the truth? You're
1: gonna have a butler. You're gonna have a gardener. You're gonna have a maid. You're gonna have a cook.
2: You know. I, and if you've got kids, you'll probably need a nanny because you're gonna be you're gonna have to have the lifestyle that's gonna be able to maintain that house.
0: <laughs> and you know, after you get it all said and done, you probably will decide that you know Rhett, I really don't want that after all.
2: It's well, very true. We've had people. We've had that. people that have specifically said that because you really have to break down that that sale you've of society. You gotta own whatever you want. You have to know what you want and own what you want. If you want. A little piece of land on a lake because you like to go and relax. But maybe you want ask for that. Maybe you want uh,
1: security in your home. Maybe you want uh, features like it's it's uh, private. I have a private estate. You know, you, maybe
2: you, you like to live in the middle of the city. You write you it like down in general details. You write down the parameters. General details. That's exactly the words. That's the perfect way to say it. In general details, you keep it as general as you can and as specific as you can
0: don't say, time.
2: I live at you know, 1134 West Birch, because that's somebody else's house, and that's a little thing called coveting. Yeah, and and you can't. You can't Don't take what isn't yours. And
1: you can't write down for somebody else. We get people all the time saying, I want, I want a, my kid to go to college, and I want him to do I want this. him to be a
2: baseball player, and, and well, I want my friend to be happy and, and to, to not have this problem, and I want this person to not have this problem, and we get all wrapped up in fixing everybody else. And that's not our job.
1: And we don't, and if, I don't want nobody telling me what
2: I'm going to have in my life. That's my job. Because if I have a cold, you know what? There's a reason I have a cold, and it's my reason. And I'm the one in the healing process, and there's something I have to learn. And maybe I need a day off, or maybe I need to be doing things that, that make me feel good, and I'm not doing that, so my body is communicating something to me. So you can't try to heal somebody else. They yep. have to. Empower them
0: absolutely you guys are inspiring you know that
2: thank you thank you You, and and as far as your show yes do things like stay general in your business we talk to people about their business a bottom line is the business is really you i am successful in my business my business is success my show is a hit show people love tuning into my show advertisers love advertising with me they pay their bill on time or early (laughs) All checks and credit cards are good and valid. And, and I, I have loyal advertisers. And get you get specific about it. Get very specific. But
1: general at the same time.
2: You, know, you don't, you, you don't, say, you don't
1: say IBM advertises on, our, on my radio station. That's not your business. You don't get to do that. You can't control that. And you can't say everybody who advertises with me receives a great benefit. That's not your business either. Because some people may need to lose
2: money. Some people have to fail. That's part of their learning. You don't get to choose. We, we did this in our business, and that's that's why oh, we know this. Did we do we that. wrote down all of our... We wrote this down because we were getting very enthusiastic. We wrote down, all of our sponsors make money. They're all, you know, uh, they all live in abundance. They're, They're, all all They're all for our highest good. They're all for our highest good. They're all prosperous. And they started dropping like flies. <laughs> <laughs> and we said... Whatever what? you put
1: in your parameters, okay, if, if you're... If somebody doesn't belong inside those parameters, if they don't fit in there, they leave. They got they leave your life.
0: You have no idea how often that happens in people's lives. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you do know. You yeah, do know. we
2: absolutely do know. And yeah. we saw them dropping, and we didn't know what was going on, and we thought, what are we? What are we doing wrong? And we looked at our list, and we said, you know what? We can't make them succeed. If their business is supposed to fail for some reason because they need to learn something, then they have to fail. Kevin, we had a
1: we, when we sold our, our, that website, our partner sold the website to a big uh, uh, corporation. They, they looked at it, and we had a one hundred point oh seven collect rate. Collection rate. Collection. I mean, as,
2: as so, as you like,
0: collected more than you built. We collected more, more than, than we billed.
1: More than built. we built. And what we, <laughs> because we did for all our bills are paid on time and in full. Well, one customer uh, sent us money, and they paid three months in advance. And uh, you know, then the third month they sent us an email before it started, and they said, uh, "This this business is uh, we we don't want to use that last month. We don't want we don't want any more advertising." And so we call them up, and actually it was like they used two months. They paid one month. They paid for three months, but they used one, and then they started telling us they did not want to advertise. And we tried we tried to send them emails saying, you know, you still have credits here. You know, you might as well live it. I can't return the money, but once and. They wouldn't talk to us. They wouldn't do anything. They were going bankrupt.
0: Oh, but they'd already spent the money.
1: They'd already spent the money, and they didn't, they didn't pay any attention. They could have had more advertising. Yeah. Might have made a little more money or something, you know. But it ended up that we, we got two months of free. We couldn't send it back. It was against company policy.
2: But, Absolutely.
1: You know, they said, like, well, they could have. But
2: see? Um, we, and, we, and we had another. They had to lose. They had to lose. We had another business that advertised with us, and, and they owed us a real small amount of money. And um, they were going bankrupt, and we we would contact them, and, and we were always very kind in our approach to collecting because, you know, we're not bad guys, they're not bad guys. Because I've had bill collectors call.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, if you've gone bankrupt twice, yes. Yeah. yes.
2: And they ended up paying almost all their bill, even though they were bankrupting themselves. They were going bankrupt, and they were writing off everybody they, else.
1: They wrote everybody else off they paid us
0: we've been talking with Thomas, Polly, and Penelope Polly, You guys need to come back. We need to spend more time. We need to go away. But what's your
2: website again where
0: people can contact
2: you? It's www.richdreams.com. Come check stuff out. There's yeah, lots, lots of, of information.
1: And, and join the newsletter list there. You
2: will love the newsletter.
0: Go to the website, which is, again,
2: www.richdreams.com. And the name
0: of the book is?
2: I'm rich beyond my wildest dreams. I am, I am, I am. How to get everything you want in life.
1: And if you you don't find it at your local bookstore, you can always get it at Amazon
0: or online somewhere. It's available. And as a matter of fact, we're going to take the third caller right now at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. And we will... Give you a copy of this book, so go do that. Guys, I've got to run into break. Thank you so much for being on the show.
2: Thank you. It was, a, you, real, it was a real pleasure, Really Kevin. enjoyed it.
0: We'll have to have you back. You Absolutely take care. Wonderful. And, and thank you. We'll be here when you're ready. <laughs> and,
1: and you. Well, we're always ready. <laughs> and, and we'll ready. <laughs> okay. Give <Have> me a call.
0: <laughs> have a great day. And
2: take care.
0: Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool.